What's up, all you friendly brought up potential felons? My name is Adam. And my name is Jack. Welcome back to the Schmeepcast, brought to you by, I had it set up, curb stomping for a noise you'll never forget. I felt like I had to keep this one in line with today's topic, um, which is basically unimaginable pain, in, yeah. intolerable cruelty, that kind of thing. Economic, just an economic curb stomp. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, quick preface on this uh i just got back from a party where we did pg-13 beer pong where i went in and we did energy drink beer pong and i i am a very skinny uh very very thin lad who in in childhood was told that he had a potential cardiac disease that would probably blow up his chest if he had that turns out i don't have that luckily um so i i still am a chihuahua when it comes to these things so supping it down is definitely boosted up my energy so i am hopped up and ready to get some energy out uh so yeah if i start talking fast that's the reason why understandable yeah so our topic today is uh tax day because i've been getting email after email from TurboTax, and we are just sick of it so today we are just doing like a five minute little podcast where we ask you to send us money yes that's it please so we'll talk please. to you guys later yeah see ya <laughs> man this ended fast a minute 30 I did say I was going to be talking quickly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the actual topic of today's video or today's podcast is um, we're going to be doing top five most taxing uh, movie experiences that we've had, uh, like the ones that we've watched. They could be emotionally taxing. Uh, they could just be overall like mentally taxing to watch. I personally like, stuck through. with just bad. Yeah, that's kind of what I stuck with, Pretty, too. So. Because, like, yeah, I mean, if we were talking, like, emotionally, like, hard to watch, that kind of thing, I mean, I'd have things like American History X, which would have been in line with the curb stomping thing. Yeah, um, yeah th- those kind of movies. This, These are just bad, hard to watch kind of things. So. Yeah, for sure. Also... also oh, you go ahead. We, oh, yeah. Uh, one, one thing to to get you guys pumped for next week. Uh, next week I is going to be my birthday week, so... This coming Sunday is my birthday, so what we're going to be doing next week is a little special podcast thing, um, and I think you guys will like it. So, is that the thing? The yeah, that's my thing. Okay, gotcha. Um, for mine, I have one honorable mention that might get me canceled. I think <laughs> that might actually send me into like a, a prison that cannot be escaped because it's a. Um, it's a movie that I have opinions on that, honestly, you might lose respect for me for. We'll have to see. Oh. Um, but, yeah, it's it's an honorable mention. Didn't quite make the list because I didn't want to get assassinated. Okay. Well, if, if I said that something... as I looked over my shoulder. <laughs> if it is something you that is cancelable, I want you to know out of the bottom of my heart, listen, man, I, I, I love you, but if you say something that could get you cancelled, I'm immediately heel-turning and I will turn okay. on you in an fair. instant. That's yeah. Fair. We'll see how it goes. One of us needs to stay afloat in this business, and it's tough. So, so uh, stay till later in the video to find out if I get canceled. Yeah, for sure. There could be a screaming match. Yeah. Um, so rip the headphone users. We'll see. But uh, yeah, so top five most taxing movies. Uh, would you like to go first or me? I think you, or I went first last time, so you can go ahead. Okay, for sure. So number five for me is, uh, it, it, it's a movie that you might not have seen coming, but Circle. Dude, no, that's my number five as well. Number five as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Number five uh, is. The, wait. No. 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 Is it? Is it the circle or circle? Two different circle. Movies. Circle. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Then we might have different. <laughs> yes. Okay. Never mind. So this is okay. the one where the people get lasered, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. I have the circle as my number five. Oh, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so, circle for me, uh, that that's a movie that like, I th- yeah, I think we've talked about it in this one, but it's like people get abducted by these aliens and they get dropped into this little UFO shaped space where they're sitting around with arrows kind of pointing at them and there's like 50 people in there. It's an immense cast uh, and just a, just a huge quantity of, of actors and several of them are just like beamed right off the rip because they don't understand the rules and like how could you because it's an alien an alien game show pretty much uh, so if you make one wrong step if you step out of this out of your circle you get blasted by this laser that's in the center of the room if you try and touch somebody else you get blasted by this laser in the room you have to talk your way out of this scenario in order for you to get um, basically like in order for you to survive. So, and it has a very unfulfilling ending, but main concept is, is that this movie is like hard to get through in the fact that it has like so many, it goes through everything you're not supposed to talk about at a dinner table with family, you know? Yeah. It goes through like religion, sexuality, mm-hmm. um, race, age, all that kind of stuff, you know? But it's a tough movie to eat through especially for the payoff at the end i would say the biggest flaw like in my opinion the biggest flaw with this movie is that the situation itself isn't the most unrealistic and unbelievable thing about it the fact that some of these people survive is like people say stuff and then like they 100 in real life would get insta killed like no doubt 100 iced instantly and instead they survive like all the way through and it's I'm like, I think it has an interesting premise. That's kind of why, like, if you give me a sci-fi movie with an interesting premise, I will I will watch it through the end and at least be semi-entertained. This yeah. is just so unrealistic. Like, there's... They have a believable kind of, like, situation, but nobody would react the way that the characters do in that. Yeah. I... Yeah. I definitely don't enjoy it that much. Like, out of some of the sci-fi movies we've seen... Like with, you know, it, it has some real Saw vibes, kind of, where it's like this game people are playing through. It's like not a direct comparison, but I, I just kind of see it as this... I like movies like that sometimes, but this one is a little harder to get through than most of the other ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I will say something though, Jack. Uh, you may want to skim a little, a, a little bit on your number five. Is it on your list? Yeah. Yeah. Then we can we can defer till you want to talk about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah we can both talk about it when when it yeah. arrives. But um. But yeah. Would you like to hit your number four? Um. Mine is the movie Bright. Oh, that's a good one. It that is, is a good hit. It's a tough watch. You know, it's you reunite the Will Smith and um, David Ayer, the team behind Suicide Squad, and it's kind of bound for failure. And then on top of that, you try to build the most like fake analogous racial tension that i've ever seen it just does oh, not yeah. work at all they they the world Heavy. is just so bad it's too dark the story is hard to follow and, and stupid like I, I don't know dude it's it, it's the most it's just such like a like a heavy-handed race metaphor yeah, it's that's just it's it so doesn't, stupid it doesn't translate well i don't know? know like this is one that like uh, some people maybe like the mood that i was in made me like it less i it has a 6.3 on imdb which is not horrible but it really just did not sit right with me it I don't know. The, the the acting wasn't even that great. You know, I mean, I I normally love Joel Edgerton. He's like incredible, but 
even in this like behind all that makeup you cannot even tell it's it's him acting there and it, yeah it, i did not love it i it, it was also just so like slow and and boring it's i don't know it's just like yeah it's like they tried to and this it came out later but it's like onward but like with <laughs> i feel like onward probably handles race better than it does and it's it, it's it's really bad uh, yeah i mean it looks like the real bright one of the friends we made along the way oh yeah oh yeah that was <laughs> it was so it's the ultimate D movie though yes i, I yeah. guess so yeah 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 for sure it's the best D&D. i literally like before i looked it up i thought this movie was like two hours and 45 minutes it's less than two hours yeah it just feels long it's also written by max landis which i believe is just like a bad dude i think he's I, I think like a lot of the, so he wrote some some movies that I don't know he he's just got like some bad stuff behind him like he's the type of guy who writes a movie and then like tells everybody like no you didn't get it that was like super good you should have liked it more so yeah yeah uh, that's mm, I don't like that in a director at all I don't know a single person who does but yeah no. um for me my fourth most taxing is would you rather hmm yeah this was an honorable mention. Yeah, this one, it, it's like, it's another one of those movies that's kind of Saw-like, but... Also, these should be dishonorable mentions. Yeah, these are... Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they should be. Oh, boy, yeah. These, so would you rather, we've gone into great depth in this. Um, I only recently really started watching more movies, so some of the movies that I'm discussing currently are going to be, you know... I'm double dipping a little bit, but it kind of stops after this one. So, um, this one is like, it's, it's tough because the way that it plays out at the end is one of those times where you're like, I can't say that it was a bad ending because it's the the whole idea of there isn't really a bad ending. It's just an ending that you didn't like. No, I'll say Um, it. It's a bad ending. Yeah. I will say it. Yeah. Okay. I I don't care. It's a bad ending. (laughs) So, unearned. I, I, I think that we've gone into depth on, on what it is that makes this movie pretty rough, but I'll rehash a little bit. So, just like the fact that there's a whole B-plot line that never lays itself out, and the second that it doesn't reach its climax, you're just like, well, why did I spend the time becoming invested in this part of the movie when nothing really happened from it? And then you're, you're sitting there, and you're getting, like, super not even enthused by half of these characters, most of them are awful, awful beings, like always sunny in Philadelphia level of like not likable. And there's only like one character that's semi-decent, maybe two, and then at the end there's none. Because the, the second person who was a good person ends up becoming an awful, awful individual right at the end of the movie. So it's yeah, tough. Spoiler alert, the two likable characters, one of them ends up killing the most likable character. So it's just like that's what happens. It, it, it gives me a headache. Yeah, I think this I think Ming Chick. Yeah. So it's 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 straight not good. Yeah. It was yeah. I would it's, say it's a definite not the, good. The only reason it didn't make my list is because there are it, it does it does what you would expect these kind of movies to do where it has like the like absurd like ways of death and like painful things but even then like they're kind of kind of weak you know uh-huh. go all the way I, the, oh, the yeah. i think the um the part where uh the girl like 
she either has to get in the barrel for two minutes or draw a random card. Oh. Um, and then, what is it? She like, no, it's she has to get in the barrel for like four minutes, and then she has, or she draws a random card, and then afterwards they open up the card, and it's like two minutes in the barrel or something like that. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's that, that got it's, me. Yeah, also, it was just an unlikable character. So just an awful character. Yeah. Her her whole thing was that she was supposed to be completely unlikable, but enjoyed by like the head of the table. You know, yep. I don't know what it is. He was just oh. And she wasn't even the worst character. Yeah. There was just a definitively horrid character that was just, like... He was the whiny, like, son of the millionaire character I that nobody liked. The penguin? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that fits so well. I never knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, the penguin in Gotham. Mm-hmm. If you just don't want to... Like, if you don't want to have a good night, like, with your friends and just want to, like walk away from your night feeling like you lost time and hours out of your life go and watch this movie it's great for that it's a sponge for your life force great movie that's my number four mm-hmm. so my number three I, I i could not decide so i just did a tie here okay and i didn't want my entire list to be adam sandler films so <laughs> this is murder mystery slash jack and jill oh. um, which Oh, you're so right. It's always, it's the same movie. Adam Sandler plays a character who, like, just has this air about him where he feels like he's cooler than anybody. And, like, the way the story is written tries to paint him like he's the cool one, but it just does not work. And then he has, like, an attractive, like, wife who just, like, does whatever he wants them to do and that kind of thing. Uh, Murder Mystery is is about a, a, a murder. It's just... He doesn't even try here. It's it's yeah. about a weak murder mystery kind of thing. And, and normally, I'm I'm pretty sold on murder mysteries. I think it's a it's a fun story type, but it just totally fell flat. The characters aren't interesting, which is kind of what you need for these kind of things. If you're gonna if you're gonna lock down a a room and then have like oh one of us is the murderer, you need to have some good characters there for that. Um, See, with this movie, I'm torn because it's such like a, a change of the tropes. In an Adam Sandler movie where he gets a hot wife uh, and then he's the hero all the time and knows exactly what he's doing, even though in real life he is a famous dumbass. And, you know, he ha- he, he just makes silly voices and, and feels like he's way smarter than he is. That's that's every single Adam Sandler yeah, movie. It is. By no means am I actually being serious with this. Like, I, would say, is... yeah. I would say if I had to pick out of these two, Jack and Jill is the worst movie. That oh, is, for sure. It is absolute like a pain pain to watch extremely Honestly, painful. it is it is necessary for you to to put these into a tie just so adam sandler doesn't get two spots on your list because yeah. he's not even worth that much yeah he he's it's, it's it's so horrible like jill is maybe one of the worst film characters i've ever seen in my life adam sandler he, is the tolerable just terrible 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 she's <laughs> She's a Karen, but with Adam Sandler's everything. Yeah, it, it's Adam Sandler's acting interpretation of a Karen. I don't like that like, at all. It's just, it's disgusting. It's like even more frustrating that last year he, like, carried one of, and it's a great film. He carried one of the greatest films that was released last year. So he shows that he can do stuff, but then. And then this is all he makes. Like, you put him, like, in the driver's seat of a movie, it's absolute garbage. 
Um, if you put him in the lead role and then have some other people like filling out the story behind him and that kind of stuff, then it's it, it can work. You know, come on, man, mm-hmm. learn your lesson. You take the foot off the gas. You're you're not supposed to be there. <laughs> it just does not work. Yeah, I I personally like the movies more when there's Kevin James there, so that Adam can be able to be like, okay, all right, I'm funny, but this guy is fat. Yes. Let's all laugh at that. Let's all joke around about that it's, all the time and so make wrong. that the only thing about this character. And I'm sure Kevin James yeah. is just like, haha, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I guess I'm getting money out of it. Don't think you're you're out of my sight, grown-ups. People <laughs> like you, but you're not a good movie. Don't you ever th- you are you are you're not as bad like you're probably better than all of the movies on my list, but you're not good. You're not even notable. Yeah, you are a very, very forgettable movie. You are out of it. We watched you recently. Yeah. You, you ass. It's just get it, out of here. It's like the the Avengers of of boomer comic actors from the nineties. It really in is. the worst possible way. It's so gross. It makes me feel terrible. It's not. There's a different movie that is not even in this list. Chucky. I can never watch that movie. Yeah. I feel physically ill when I watch that movie. It makes me feel. Like, I need a shower instantly. You know what I mean? It's gross. But I'll move on to my number three. Um, Billboard Dad. Uh, We're going to have to hold off there, sir. Okay. For sure, for sure. We can hold off on that because Um, we've we've discussed this. That was your number three, right? Yeah. Okay, then never mind. We can talk about that because it's my number two. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, It's it's very weak. It's it's just, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't understand why animated or not animated, but like kids movies are just like, so people just refuse to put effort into them, but they can be good. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. And in the nineties, you know, you're just pumping out whatever you can put on Disney channel. And I understand that. And you have like the two like child stars that are like instantly going to get people in front of that TV on whatever night it comes out. But like this, this, I don't even understand how this got like past like a team of writers like mm-hmm. i it's so it's so 90s <laughs> that it like almost is it's like this could be the secret ingredient for time travel i feel like <laughs> if you really yeah. worked around it like this could take you back in time it's for sure so 90s. put that in the core of the machine and send us back in time yeah yeah back before mary kate and ashley olsen did just copious amounts of drugs yeah mountains um yeah i mean i can't tell if they're better now or then because like it's everything about this movie man from from back at like the the very very racist joke yeah that was just so 90s to like the fact that these kids just vandalized a billboard with no repercussions at all and a whole B plot line of a pool and some kid that like never played out at all and really did anything aside from it's like, just like every, one character. Every basic Disney movie boiled down into one. It is, and it's not even a Disney movie, is it? Uh, probably not. I don't think it is because back in the nineties, I don't think that was like a, a super prevalent thing. I don't think that they were like. Well, actually, the nineties was big for Disney original movies, I think. But I don't know. Um, yeah, so I guess that's our number three and two. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so your number two. My number two is 
pretty pretty big deep cut that I ran into again recently. I had a bit of a staring contest, and I have a very specific reason for this one on my list. Uh, it's the man that killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Hmm. Okay. Which sounds like it would not be taxing to watch, just because it was like it had so much going on already. Which I, it's one of those things that I've never talked about this one, and I thought that this would be a good one to talk about because I've there's so much to discuss. However, the more I thought about this movie, it's like anti-memetic in the fact that it absorbs memories from my brain. I can't, somehow I can't remember a whole lot from The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot, aside from the fact that it was just a bizarre movie that lived and fed off the fact that it was a bizarre concept. It, it it's, stuffed yeah. so much in. There was no... It felt like... I can't remember a single bit of dialogue, which I can't do for most movies, which isn't surprising. But the the concept is that I can't even remember most of the context for this movie. And I didn't watch this, like, forever ago. This wasn't, like, years and years and years ago. This was, like, not... Not, like, far off. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I watched it and I'm able to filter through and be like was there anything really to pull away from this movie I can't say that there is except for a single scene that is burned into my memory which is the scene where Bigfoot vomits just into the mouth of the main guy mm-hmm. all over him and the main guy also kind of looks like the the hunter from Jumanji it, yeah I the, the mustache, the button nose, the apple cheeks, yes. by a mile. That guy is, he has quite a look in that movie, I gotta say. He's got I mean, like yeah, that. That's, that's his, his look. You yeah. Know, that's him. Like, that's pretty iconic. That's one thing I can remember from this movie. But also, he's got a great voice, too. Had disgusting chunks blown all over him and, like, yeah. near the end of the movie at the top of the cliff. It was very cinematic, but so, 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 so unnecessarily gross. And the eyes on Bigfoot... I don't know. I don't know. Somehow the Hitler thing was, like, less big in this movie than him killing Bigfoot. I, no, it, I think it's just a long movie because it, it, it spends yeah. a lot of time on both. It was like, It's 98 minutes. Oh, my gosh. It feels so long. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable to me. It felt like... you know, You know when you, like not to out you or anything but like when you're recording a video and you're just like okay i did one run of like of of you know um the the one game the one game where you're running towards um oh dude every every roguelite streets dude, of rogue streets of rogue that's okay, the like literally that, that, you define roguelites so that was <laughs> tough <laughs> when you're doing like uh you get through like one single run you die like 20 minutes in and you're like well i can't stop here yeah, like no. that's too much. and then you go through a whole nother thing of like well i guess i'm gonna do a whole nother clap you know that's what it felt like with this movie where it was mm-hmm. like we're just gonna do the man who killed hitler which wasn't even a thing that really ever happened and he just goes through and he and he does it yeah they say hitler is like the the way they explain it in this movie is it's like the theory um or like the idea people are posing about james bond where james bond is more of a moniker than a person they yeah. say that that's what Hitler is in this, and mm-hmm. the real Hitler pretended, or like they had a stunt double kill himself as that Hitler, and then this yeah. guy's like, no, but like actually, I like who killed him. Like, no, I'm Hitler. Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. That guy, you know, that it would never really die, and so he goes through. And he's like, I'm gonna actually kill him. 
Yeah. And he does. Under the guise of like the government, I guess. You're you're the only reason I can remember much from this movie because it was like somehow not that memorable despite the fact that it's so bizarre. This, okay, what's going to surprise you is that so Rotten Tomatoes has two separate ratings. One is the the tomato meter, which is like the critics consensus kind of thing. So like yeah. if if a critic gives more than a 7 out of 10, then it is a positive rating. If they give less than a 7 out of 10, it's a negative rating in the um, percentages essentially what percent of people gave it a positive rating. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does the same thing for the audience score. The audience score for this movie is a 51%, which is bad. It's not horrible, but it's bad. Um, the uh, critic rating is 76%, which is certified fresh, which means it's a, a good movie. So yeah. critics say this is a good movie. I, I very much disagree. I highly disagree with that. And we are the leading, you know, the leading critique. Yeah, so I'm cinema, emailing Rotten so. Tomatoes right now. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> Mr. Tomatoes? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got connections here. Yeah, so, so it's not worth watching. It's it's kind of, I mean, it's absurd. And what, I mean, I think the, the end scene is, I, like, it's it's really the first scene, or the first, like, portion re- revolving mainly around Hitler and the early part of this guy's life is so boring. Like, a lot it's, happens. He meets a lot of characters. It's so boring, though. And then the awful. end with Bigfoot is just, like, a, a long period of sensory overload. Mm-hmm. where ni- they both just refuse to die and they're like locked in this dome where it's like just fight to the death and you- you'll think one's dead but they'll like run away to hide and then they'll wait a minute and then they'll find each other again and it's it's just it's absurd and the movie really like it it's it's like the, when it hits the bigfoot plot line it's as though the movie was like all right cracked knuckles time to try yeah once. and then it goes in full force um don't like it don't like yeah. it one bit so honorable mentions honorable mentions um, um off the rip tall girl not a great movie oh, i think we no, i think no. we talked about it last week i think oh, we, yeah. we might have touched on it it's, yeah, we, it's pretty weak i remember laughing about milk crate yeah so so mm-hmm. it, that's not a great one the ridiculous six it is probably the worst movie at, that either of us have talked about but we couldn't actually put it on our list because we we literally could not finish it yeah, um, if we had seen it, it without question, would have reached number one. Yeah, we got to the part where I can't even say this is a family-friendly podcast. Something with a horse yeah. and a human being that I they made a joke about. Uh, Whatever, man. Oh, yeah. um, allegedly, I, allegedly, uh, I put <laughs> I put haunting on Fraternity Row here. I think it's a bad movie. You like it more than I do. I think it's a bad I movie. I kind of dig the movie. I kind of dig the acting in the movie. Dude, I I think it's terrible. Um, Fant Four Stick, the most recent Fantastic Four movie, is super, super weak, super, just so boring, dude, so bland. Um, just yeah, Terror in the Woods. You remember this one? Oh my God! The um, was that the the Hallmark movie? Yeah, the Hallmark oh movie God. about uh, it's essentially this is this is a true story. So we we watched this one to riff it. it it's tough because it's based on a true story. Yeah, uh, but essentially, the, the story in real life is that these two girls believe that they were being talked to by Slenderman. And when I say girls, I mean like first, second grade, something like that, maybe even younger than that. And so they they, they say that um, or they were convinced by Slenderman to bring this third girl into the woods and sacrifice her. Luckily, the little girl survived. Um, mm-hmm. This movie is based on that. They couldn't get the rights to Slenderman, so it's a different creature. But it, it follows the same storyline and it is. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's 
you, you can't expect much from it's it's a hallmark movie you know it's Ooh. terrible we watched um, it because it was bad. So. There are this is hard because there are so many bad movies I've seen. These are just the ones that came to came to mind. Um, Land of the Lost is a 2009 Will Ferrell movie. I literally remember nothing about this movie other than this was the first movie that I like saw as a child and was like, that was horrible. <laughs> it was truly, truly horrible. It's sh- like, dude, you got Danny McBride. Will Ferrell at this point was still he was still in a good place. Um, you got Jorma Tacone. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but he's one one third of Lonely Island. You, you had some some bright minds in there, and it led to garbage, um, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the the nuclear bomb? Uh, Hit me with it. Going to, it's gonna punch people in the nostalgia. Um, Shark Boy and Lava Girl is a bad movie. It's it is a objectively bad movie. It is actually it's it is. You know how I feel about onions. Onions are my least favorite food, and that is elevated by the fact that it is put on literally every food ever. Um, Shark Boy and Lava Girl is that. People watch it because they think it's good, so I've seen it a hundred times. It's a terrible movie. It's just not good. So, I um, hate mail incoming. Yeah, we need to... I uh, I think we need to discuss some things after the podcast. Um, yeah, we, we should end it. I don't, I don't think you'll make it to the birthday podcast <laughs> next week. Sorry. Just to... It's your garbage paycheck. in your garbage. <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> Acting's bad. I mean, like, Spy Kids, I'm okay with. And it's. I think it's like the same director and, or writer behind it or something. Hey, and, hey, this is George Lopez's best work. <laughs> you need to step off. No, I, I don't... You can't, Maybe. Can't, yeah, exactly. Can you disagree that maybe, this is George I don't Lopez's... Know. Yeah. But... Do you watch a lot of... It's, it's still... It's garbage. The world is confusing. The story is weak. The acting—it's child acting. But I've seen it. I know. I know that kids can be good actors. You know, and these are teenagers. So what do they have to? What? Are, what's their excuse? Jack, I am not made of dirt. I can't dig you out of this hole if you keep digging it. I don't care. I can't. I don't care. I'll die on I this hole. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Why All are right. you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> It just has this this impenetrable nostalgia bubble, and you're all too cowardly to admit it. But y'all ain't ready for that conversation. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, and Iron Man three is a great Marvel movie. <laughs> I'm not joking. Also, George Lopez's best work. Agreed. Okay. Um, my my honorable mentions uh the ridiculous six is up there also just couldn't get through it so i kind of had to keep that off my list uh free willy three the rescue which you'd you're think... gonna have to hold off oh, <laughs> it's my number one i hate it I hate, I hate it i hate it i hate it you may <laughs> notice also that we that we have not talked about the circle yet um so wild True. hogs also is up there and we've talked about this about the fact that it's kind of like it it's, it didn't age well and um also that it's like a, a family favorite it's like it's like boomer ours. catnip essentially yeah it's boomer cat oh my god um and then tall girl also on my list one that i have a specific story about I actually need to talk about this real quick. I just got an email on my phone that, that said that was from Jimmy Johns that just said "you up." <laughs> <for kids." laughs> 
I just felt that I, I don't usually get distracted on my phone by this, but that was just too good to pass up. But I have a, I have a particular oh, story about one of these. I thought we had something. <laughs> James Jonathan. Um, I so in high school, I had this friend that at one point uh, there there were there were some things that she like led us into doing, like a couple friends of mine, and I, I deeply regret it. Deeply, hi Daisy. Um, and, uh, there was this one moment where, like, we were, like, gonna go and cheer her up for this, for this, uh, bad day that she was having. And in order to do so, she was like, hey, how about we go to, like, the movies and we go and watch Alice in Wonderland Into the Looking Glass. That's a bad one. And the worst thing about this movie, I can't put this into taxing as much as I need to put this into, it pisses me off. This movie makes me angry because of the emotions behind it. So I couldn't put it into this because of my actual bias of what um, of what happened prior. But basically, it was me, two of my friends, and the other girl who we were going to be there to comfort never showed up. Oof. She, she dodged us and, and basically juked us into watching Alice into the looking glass by ourselves it was it was an s to your prank i wish it had never happened to me because that movie is hot garbage and i would have never been caught dead in that theater watching that movie i sat through the whole thing and that's why it's taxing is because the other people were like let's not leave like we're all here it'd be fun to like maybe riff it or something but the theater was so full that i was like i don't feel comfortable making fun of this movie when everybody's around me and i don't want to ruin it for the children you know um but you know the the movie ruins itself for the children so it's cool i didn't have to do a thing it was awful, uh, but yeah, that's that's like my big honorable mentions. I would have put it in number six if I had it. But on to our number ones, which are in we both had mentioned already. True. So, uh, would you like to go first? Uh, Billboard Dad is a no. Wait, no. Free Willy Three is a garbage film. <laughs> it is I like it, bad. and it's. I, I guess it's unfair. I haven't seen one or two. Maybe the payoff yeah, there is an emotional roller coaster that I haven't really set myself up to fully encompass within myself but it's it's so bad it's like i've never like n- nothing happens absolutely nothing happens nothing it's happens confusing. from beginning to end it's co- I... it's confusing i don't like anybody at all not even the <laughs> whales are likable and the big thing with this movie of why i didn't put it up there is that like is is because we never saw one or two but also like one other thing just to note about this movie by what stretch of the imagination is it that free willy one was not the rescue yeah by that, what is, that is confusing of, <laughs> why is that i don't get that um but yeah please, Dude, please like proceed. yeah I, I don't know like it's just the when i thought taxing i'm like some of these movies I can like watch and at least like riff. There just was not like barely anything funny to say about this. It's just so stale. So stale. We we needed a break when we watched this movie. We don't usually take breaks. Literally, yeah, we we paused it, went back to sleep and or went to sleep and then woke up again and continued watching it. To both of our dismays as I pressed the button and hit play. We watched the movie. Um it, it, it's hot garbage. There's not even really much to say about it. There's no re- redeeming qualities here. Nothing. It's nothing. It's hardly even people. No. It's not a good film. Yeah. Barely cinema. My thing is, and it's it's a funny joke as well as very real in my thing, one of the first 
movies that I walked in and said this is was this was really garbage was the circle not to be confused with circle one might say that we went full circle in this list True. and so I watched this movie it had such a good cast it was all set up it had Tom Hanks it had um um um, um help me out here I'm bad with names Emma Watson Emma Watson um, uh, and uh, John Boyega that's what John it was. Boyega yeah Bill Paxton was... dude freaking Bill Paxton Karen Gillian oh my gosh it had such a great cast. It was so, so... I don't know why any of them signed up for this film and didn't just bail halfway through. Um, we... I watched this with you, and I watched it with my dad. Um, and we walked out of that film, and all three of us, simultaneously, in unison, when all of us have very different tastes in movies, I, like, you and I have, like, a, a sort of similar taste in movies, but I liked Now You See Me too. That was my favorite... Or now You See Me one. That was my favorite movie for a while because I had really bad. I had bad that should have made my list. That should have made your list. Um, that so. Still though, we all walked out and just same time. Man, woof! You Dude, know that was just tough. Wait, what, Beck plays himself in this movie. What the heck? I don't remember that at all. Beck, Beck? like from Victorious? No, Beck the the musical artist. Oh. In the circle? Yeah, he plays himself in this movie. That's incredible. I did not know that. That's hey, that's wild. <laughs> Dang, that's pretty. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, similar to Free Willy, very little happens in this movie. It's about like, I think the theme is that you're not supposed to like want people to see what you're what what you're doing at all times, because the main character Emma Watson's character throughout the movie gets this. She gets involved in the circle, which is like a group that wants to be able to monitor human behavior at all times. It's like the body cam thing, but with everybody. And uh, there's like this weird functionality of like text messages, which is the only like slightly enjoyable part to the movie because there's like texts that you'll see that are just like, you know, something graphic that's just like way out of nowhere that you don't see coming. But it's like tweets pop up on the screen. Yeah, it's really weird, but it's, I don't know. I don't even recommend, like, watching this one to riff. It's not good. I thought, no, that's why I put it on my list. I thought it was fun to riff. There were fun, there were things that were funny to laugh at, especially yeah, those texts were killer, a lot of them. It's not good because they met it good. It's good because it was, like, accidentally, like, serious, but ends up being funny. Um, uh, dude, yeah, Patton Oswalt is in this movie. What? I oh my god! Him. I think I remember Patton Oswalt yeah, showing up, and I was like, "Oh my god!" He's uh, Tom Hanks's right hand man. Oh, that's right! I remember mm -hmm. that. Actually. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Basic thing here. Um, yeah. Don't get involved with any movie that involves such a such a geometric shape as circles. Yeah. yeah. Again, this is one. The reason it wasn't as high on my list is because one. There, there were like most of the time the actors were funding it in, but there was like I, Bill Paxton, dude. I always love Bill Paxton. He's just yeah. incredible. Um, John Boyega, I got to give him a fat thumbs down here. You know, I'm sorry. Um, Emma Watson, yeah. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks had a little bit, but still was pretty weak. Um, it also just had that thing where it's like it's got an interesting sci-fi concept that kind of could have been good if somebody else did something good with it, but at least asked interesting questions. Um, the thing that happens when you ask questions is that you need to have a definitive answer. This one does not. This 
she the, the main character is all over the place in terms of what her personal values are and at the end it, it's super unsatisfying as to like where she really lands it just doesn't work yeah it, yeah rough movie yeah rough movie very, we can very all kind of agree on that so uh that concludes our top five yeah but i have some things so recently i don't really watch a whole lot of stuff by myself but uh yeah i recently started watching some things just on like hulu and netflix and things and i i started watching i watched all the way through devs in one day which is one of my recommendations in a previous podcast i believe mm-hmm. and i can concur that show is crazy it's, it's master- super super good Absolutely. yeah so off the spectrum of taxing things um aside from like emotionally just wild um at times it, it screwed with me like near the end it was like really really messing with me well, so it's like that one it's it's exact same thing i just talked about it has an interesting sci-fi concept and then it actually deliver delivers on it to an insane degree yeah the very it's genius and like the the whole reason behind nick offerman's character in that is like heartbreaking and absolutely brilliant like the thing that motivates him and like it you feel all of his choices make so much sense mm-hmm. after you like really figure out like after he kind of like lays out like what exactly the things i i don't want to spoil this movie because if or this tv show because if you're gonna watch it you should watch it going in completely blind it's absolutely brilliant but it's one character just makes so much sense once you really like get into understanding his motivations it's so freaking good i will say something also the trailer for this i don't know if you ever watched it because i know you're not a trailer guy nope the trailer for this was actually like you could have watched it and still have not learned anything about the plot that's why i was like hesitant towards it is that i usually don't like shows like that because it's just like why would i want to watch this when i've learned nothing from the trailer but in reality like learning nothing from the trailer crazy. is super important I don't know. It was just like the way that it played out was very like, it was all cryptic. And I was like, what am I gathering from this? Why would I want to watch this movie? This wasn't like a great chill. But then I get into it so good. It's incredible. Like I, I, I can't usually like binge watch through an entire like series most of the time, um, especially not by myself. Uh, but this was like perfect. It was great yeah. for me. In my, in my um, opinion, this is this year's best season of television so far so good um also something that you might be interested in that i'm doing i'm finally getting through bojack horseman okay interesting yeah so i i actually as we speak i have it up on the monitor for when we're done so that's the only thing that rivals it half of the final season released last year half of the final season released this year also just a perfect way to end the show Mm -hmm. Um, yeah another pretty much perfect tv show The, the first season is a little on the weaker side but once it really like figures out what it's going for it basically it, it makes you ask some disgusting questions about i don't know dude the the final two seasons are so relevant for today it is unreal yeah it's into like is there was is a person redeemable like in like about cancel culture it's absolutely uh-huh. genius dude it's so good the one there was one line that just like it really every ending of an episode really like has such a powerful like message most of the time Mm -hmm. uh where there's like the one that was just like uh with herb and how he's got bojack oh god at like the tank and he's just like look at this the future's bright and it's a billboard of a painted sky that's bright and in the background it's like dusk and Mm -hmm. dark yeah and that was just like so oh it's it yeah. does a really good job. It's so How, artistically Wait, what season well. are you on? Season two. Okay. 
yeah, yeah. I've, I skipped past season one because I've already watched it. There are some um, so I, emotionally murdering moments throughout that scene. Like each season, um, I think I think season the final season might have two because it's a longer one. But each mm-hmm. season has one f bomb, and really? each time it is just in uh, like one time where a, a character says the f word. It's normally in like one of the final. I think it's in the second to last episode of each season. And it is like an emotional turning point for a character every single time. And it is absolutely brilliant. Um, and huh. every time it's it like, just steps on your throat. And that's another thing where it's like, it's, it has like that PG-13 element that it just kind of slowly kind of weaves in. Like, it's not that it's PG-13 at all. It is like dark mm-hmm. and grisly, but yeah. it is really, really good show. Well, I, saw, wor- I, I love wordplay. Too, yeah. So I saw the, the main guy, um, I think it's like Raphael Bob Waksberg or something like that. He explained it. He's like, he he understood that the first season is not the best of the show. And he's like, literally, I, I felt like I had to do that because if I told them what my plan was for the show and the themes I was going to explore, they would have said no. So he had to like start it off um, as like a kind of like sillier sitcom kind of like show like that. And then he's like, at, there is an episode where everything turns. And then from there on out, it is, it's, darkness with comedy kind of being oh, yeah. blanket to survive it's the definition of dark comedy i think it's just it does it so well though yeah. um i'm ready to be emotionally devastated yeah uh moving on we'll get on to recommendations so Ooh, that wasn't even your recommendations no 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 gotcha. uh my recommendation is something that i wanted to bring up that is like it's something that i've loved for like a long time i used to rewatch it about every year um it is another anime, but it is the first one that I ever really watched, and it is Soul Eater. Um, it is, I believe it's on Crunchyroll, and also, Fun- like, Funimation was the one behind it, but it's really, really good. Um, a lot of good themes in it, too. It's a little on the longer side. I, I have a very soft spot for this anime, but it's actually, like, a very big crowd favorite. A um, lot, of, lot of fans for this show. Uh, it's a little older. It's like kind of 2000s, um, like early, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But the animation style is great. The openings are super catchy. Um, very, very good show. So I would, I would recommend it. It's about people that can like turn into weapons and they use them to fight. And it's nuts. And very, the like I said, animation is crazy in this. Uh, but yeah. Cool, cool. Um, yeah. I, have, I have two recommendations. Go for it. The the first one I did, it, it's it would be my like actual recommendation, but I want to talk. It's one of those things I'm like, go into it blind, I beg you. It will be if you go into this movie blind, you it will be probably one of your most insane viewing experiences of a movie of the entire year. And that's Palm Springs. It's the new movie with Andy Samberg. And I think the other actress's name is Chris Kristen Milioti, I think. Um yeah. Basically, they, uh, I will give you a slight setup, just absolute, yeah, Kristen Milioti, absolute bare minimum setup. Essentially, Andy Samberg um, and Kristen Milioti, or, yeah, so the main girl, it's her sister's wedding, and they're at, like, this, this like, resort where they're hanging out. Um, and Andy Samberg is kind of, like, this down-on-his-luck dude who's kind of depressed about the world, um, who also is attending the same wedding. They don't know each other. Um, but they meet each other in the movie and uh, something extremely wild happens. I like, I went into this movie 100% blind. I saw Andy Samberg. I saw it was like produced by the Lonely Island and I'm like, 
you got me. I'm signed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is one moment, like 15 to 20 minutes into the movie, where it is the hardest left turn I've ever seen in my life. And it is just nonstop, amazing, hilarious, fun comedy with a little bit of like commentary and like emotional nuance there. Um, it's, dude, it's so good. It like, so many movies have been released recently that are going like straight to like Hulu, Netflix, uh, Amazon, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of them are just really falling flat. Um, but this one, it completely landed. I absolutely loved it, dude. And one actor who it like elevates anything he is in by like a almost an entire letter grade is JK Simmons. He's so good. He's always yeah. so good. He has such like a, a distinctive voice that like, as soon as I heard him in this, I'm like, I'm absolutely locked in. Um, dude, I, yeah. if I could tell you to watch one movie right now, it would be this. It is so much fun. Um, and the other one is a it's actually a artist but specifically uh, a group of songs that he released recently his name is Toby Lou T-O-B-I-L-O-U I'd never listened to any of his music until um, I saw um, on like some subreddit people were talking about his new single which you know what's weird a single can be anywhere from like one to three songs did you know that? I didn't know that yeah so this is a single but technically it's it's three separate songs um it is it's it's called lingo star is like the the name of the single and then each name is like lingo star with a a subtitle so um return of the dragon strikes back and drunken master um these it's it's hip-hop rap but it's so unique it's so like it's so interesting strikes back is my personal favorite it has like such a, a great flow and an interesting like approach to music i honestly i'd never heard any of his songs before i looked around and people basically say like this is this is by far the best this guy's ever done, and it's absolutely killer. Another mm-hmm. um, key takeaway, if you're not going to listen to the music, which, please, I beg you, it's so good, at least look up the album art for this. Because he, based on this picture alone, he might be the most ripped human I've ever seen in my life. It looks like he's wearing I, armor. You know what's really funny? When you said J.K. Simmons, I actually looked up J.K. Simmons. I don't know if he is currently more jacked than J.K. Simmons is right now. He is shredded because he's got that Commissioner Gordon bod that he's going for. He's been working dude, out. He is jacked right but now. But dude, it's look ridiculous. look up Lingo Star. Look up the album cover for that. Lingo Star. Literally, it looks like he is wearing armor. Oh he, my is, God. he is absolutely cut. He is it is unreal. I know, That's dude. Crazy. Literally, it's crazy. But the music's you great. Could punch a hole in my chest, dude. It's, what? It blew my mind. I'm like, there's no way anybody's actually that. That's <laughs> gnarly. Um, yeah, but it's some some really great music. I recommend checking out. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, that's all we have for this week. Uh, tune in next week for a little birthday surprise, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Later, guys.